Welcome back to A Sane Future, where we explore issues big and small that can affect us all. I'm your host, Rich Kahn. Now that we're some 13 months into this alternate universe we call the coronavirus pandemic, I thought we'd consider how this new upside-down world has affected some of the most important members of our families, our pets, and how some of our fellow citizens are actively seeking out those who say they can actually tell us what our pets are really thinking. I don't know about you, but from the first day I started to work from home on a daily basis, I could sense a difference in our little dog, Lula. It was as if she was saying, what are you doing here? You're eating into my quiet time. She started to become more clingy, needy, and started following my wife around the house more than normal. It has now progressed to the point where she absolutely can't be alone. She either has to be sitting next to one of us, or on one of our laps, or at least in the same room where she can keep an eye on us. Her pandemic behavior is quite apparent. But is there more to her new personality? What would she say to us if she could talk? Would we be surprised, or would it just confirm our suspicions? Fast forward to a fascinating recent piece in the Wall Street Journal by Michael M. Phillips, in which he explores the seemingly expanding roles of pet psychics. First up is a lady named Terry O'Hara, who is known to visit a ranch in Colorado to spend time with the herd and actually visit with some of the poultry. She tells the journal that she sees telepathic images that display the animals' inner thoughts, some important, some not so much. Some of the information she gleans includes such tidbits as a miniature steer, upset that a male pig has a companion and he doesn't, or a hen's chirping about an abusive rooster. The ranch owner takes all this information and uses it to help her manage her 50-plus acre property. Increasingly, we humans are seeking out these animal communicators, or pet psychics, to try and help us understand what's on our dog or cat or horse's mind. As evidence, I point to the fact that Ms. O'Hara has a three-week waiting list for appointments and numbers some 10,000 animals among her clients. She says she began hearing animals when she was a child. Her skill, she says, doesn't use her ears, it uses her heart. Another of these animal communicators is a 50-year-old British woman named Anna Twinney. Miss Twinney talks to animals over the phone, while looking at a photograph of her subject. She says she has talked to horses from such far-flung locales as Dubai, all from the comfort of her home in North Carolina. Her most unusual resume includes in-person confabs with sloths in Costa Rica. In case you're wondering... The sloths speak much faster than they move. She describes her skill of horse whispering as a behavior modification technique involving touching the animal. Of course, she also uses telepathy. As you might imagine, this occupation has its share of skeptics. Kyle Humwalt, a 21-year-old college student from Denver, doesn't believe it makes sense that someone can have a long-distance conversation with a dog just by looking at its photo. His father, though, has used Ms. O'Hara for 20 years. The son believes a session with Ms. O'Hara can make the passing of a dog less difficult. And though he says it's not scientific whatsoever, why question a good thing? Brother and sister Julie and Jeremy Vogel secretly hired an animal communicator named Brenda Cunliffe to meet with their parents' dog, Charlie. They thought Charlie was unusually needy and were interested in seeing whether or not he was happy. 
They gave Charlie a bone and some peanut butter and got Miss Cunliffe on a speakerphone. The animal communicator reported that Charlie is happy and that the family thinks he's human. She also said that Charlie gets bored when everyone's looking at their cell phones. (laughs) Obviously, she's been to my dinner table when the kids are here. Julie said she thought the session was both entertaining and comforting. Afterward, she said, I don't understand how it works, but I also understand there are many things that we can never understand. Julie, I couldn't agree more. So how does Lula feel about all of this? We may never really know. So I guess we'll just keep hugging her and reminding her what a cherished member of the family she is. Pandemic or no pandemic. Thanks for tuning in to A Sane Future. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to follow, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. We can't do any of this without your support. Visit usanefuture.com and follow Usane Future on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. This is Rich Khan. Thanks again for listening, and please arrive home safely. <laughs>